today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Let's bring in uh, Ken Hewitt. He is the Haldeman County Mayor, and reason being, uh, get an update on the blockades in Caledonia. Sorry, the blockade in Caledonia. Uh, this sort of crept up on us, and it looks like there's been uh, some progress uh, and at least some chatter. So uh, joining us now is Haldeman County Mayor Ken Hewitt. Ken, thanks for the time. I hope you're doing well. Yes, thanks for having me, Scott. And you were right the first time. It's blockades, not blockades. Yes, exactly. So uh, give us um, uh, so well, give us an update on all this. Tell us where we are on this. What's up? What's down? Well, as you know, um, you know the the call out to the federal government has been ongoing, and and it really hasn't been the federal government that's been holding things up. It's been more so the leadership and and uh, direction from Six Nations and trying to come together in terms there. So that, that's starting to happen. There's been some positive movement. Um, you know, the, the government's made it clear that uh, that no negotiations can occur while there's roads being blocked. So so they decided that they would open up one road. Uh, MTO has been in to look at it. Uh, so there's quite uh, significant damage that needs to be uh, uh, reviewed or, or taken care of before they can actually open it. So that's where they're at. Uh, there were promises to return equipment that didn't happen, and uh, and Argyle Street, where the uh, uh, the famous bus was uh, put across the road, that uh, that has been moved down the road with a new trench been dug, and uh, and that's been uh, just recent as of last night. So, so positive uh, movement, yes, but uh, uh, you know the fact that we're celebrating uh, or thinking to celebrate, uh, absolutely not. So um, you were saying something interesting at the beginning of all of this, uh, Ken, and and we talked about this in the past that, you know, it seems to be an issue that that Six Nations in Caledonia have to kind of work through themselves. It doesn't seem to be a lot of external help from from the federal government on this. Any more on that, or is, as as you were saying, this has more to do with leadership within Six Nations? Um, Yeah, it's more to do with leadership on Six Nations with respect to, coming to a table to meet with our, our levels of government. That is first and foremost, number one priority. The other issue that's on the street, which is, is, is what's causing, I think a lot of dissension across the, the communities is, is we have a court system that we follow and we have a legal system that, uh, that we all adhere to. And, and for four months now we've been watching, uh, and paying OPP to to continue to babysit roadblocks and uh, and damaged roads and and you know we've made several arrests along the way and and you know as they get in front of the courts the judges just simply throw them back out on the street so so there's a there's a problem with the system and and I think the bigger problem lies is who holds the commissioner or the OPP uh, accountable when a court a judge issues an order. And and the OPP do not follow through with these injunctions. Like, at, at what point do they have an accountability there? And I don't know what the the answer to that question is, Scott. Um. So, just to clarify, what what is still blocked, and and where is their movement? There's uh, p- there's movement potentially. It hasn't happened, but we're we're expecting movement on the bypass, which would be the provincial highway six. Right. The Argyle Street, Main Street of Caledonia that was uh, dug up near Canadian Tire on the south side, that has been, that location has now been moved up the road with a new trench dug in the road that the local taxpayers will have to pay for. 
And the McKenzie Road that was dug up and destroyed has is still continuing to continue to be destroyed and and blocked. So, so the only movement uh, at this point is the bypass, if it does happen, and uh, it, that's to, hasn't been determined to date. And uh, is there anything the town of Caledonia can do about this? Is this something that has to be solved internally within Six Nations? Well, we, we, you know, I've been working with the chief and wherever I can lend a hand to help out, we're certainly there. And, and uh, But it, the governance certainly has to happen internally in Six Nations. And then as far as uh, applying the uh, the rule of law and policing, I, you know, that one is, uh, you tell me which lottery ticket I should buy because I, we have no mm. idea who we should hold accountable there. Any sign that those leadership issues within Six Nations are progressing? Uh, yeah, we've, as I say, there's, there, there has been some movement and I, I, I applaud the chief. I think he's, uh, he's doing a, under the circumstances, he's doing a, a bang up job trying to pull the leaders together and, uh, and what has been historically a challenge, getting Confederacy and band council together. And, uh, so I, I'm, I'm hopeful that that can happen, but it's incumbent upon them to, to get in front of these people that are on the streets creating the havoc that they've created. You know, I haven't heard a chief, Confederacy or, or elected, come out and condone and suggest that ripping up roads or blocking roads is even okay and and it's up to them to stand up against these these uh what i call thugs uh and 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 put an end to it they need to come off the streets if you want quality negotiations and good faith negotiations and conversations to move forward then this type of tactic has to end and it's it it doesn't seem to, to be happening you talked about the digging up of the roads, and I think you answered this question, but that's the town that has to pay for that. Is that accurate? Well, as it stands today, it would be the community. Yeah, the, the, the town of Haldeman is responsible for these uh, these roads. Uh, we will be submitting a bill to the province and, uh, and expecting uh, compensation for that. But as it sits today, Mackenzie Road and Niagara Road and the destruction of those roads are at the cost of the local taxpayer. Um, you talked about this being a leadership issue within Six Nations. Uh, last time we chatted, you were disappointed with the feds because they weren't coming to the table. Anything new there? Is there anything they can do? Well, they they have been making inroads with Six Nations. I know they've been in conversations with the chief, and uh, and it's uh, it's 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 the process. will start with the chief bringing uh, you know some leaders on Six Nations and the feds together. And it's not a role, certainly, for us locally to be, to be playing in at the onset. But ultimately, uh, it's, it, there's a function for us uh, as a county to be playing in that, and that'll happen down the road. But, but yeah, I've, I've always been frustrated with the, uh, the feds. I mean, let's face it, it, you know, this happened 15 years ago, and we're still no further ahead. And so this collision course between Haldeman County and, and Six Nations has been, uh, you know, it's been set forth for a number of years. And, and it could have been avoided uh, many, many years ago had the feds taken a, a, a much more uh, direct approach to this. Uh, you know, we keep coming back to uh, leadership and, and getting all of the appropriate people at the table uh at one time is, is that something that six nations has to do within itself is that something that the, the, the feds can help them with but again they've got to decide how they govern and who they listen to correct well that's just it right it's uh so six nations has to decide who who can best represent them in a transparent and fair manner um uh, you know knowing that uh you're not obviously going to have full consensus but uh 
but having rep- representatives of, of different factions uh, on one side of the table, and then it's uh, incumbent upon the federal government and the province, uh, to, you know, to be on the other side of that table to be able to, to to work through some of these issues that have been ongoing for so many years. And 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 I, I believe that we are prepared on our side. Uh, when I say our side, federal province, uh, it's it's we're still waiting for Six Nations to give the nod that uh, that they're prepared, but. In the meantime, again, I, I, you know, I keep coming back to how is this, how is it possible to have an outstanding injunction in policing to continue to babysit, uh, you know, activities that are completely, completely unheard of and, and, and unlawful? Um, obviously, we know what happens when things can, can get out of hand and, and people move in to, uh, to, to tear these down or what have you. Uh, that being said, you're unhappy with the fact that these injunctions are there and the OPP isn't, uh, isn't administering them. If they went in there and just started forcefully removing people, would that accelerate the issue? Well, it's a, it's a difficult call, Scott. I guess it's, uh, you know, but if, if, if we're starting to police ourselves according to the potential of threat, and what kind of policing and, and authority do we have? And, and, mm-hmm. and therein lies the, you know, the anarchy and chaos that we've seen down south. So, you know, when we have to have some some expectation that when you break rules uh, and laws, that uh, that there's accountability to that. And currently, we don't see that. So, I you know, certainly don't want to see confrontation. But uh, at the same time, I expect uh, you know people who who perform uh, in a way that uh, is destructive to property need to be held responsible for that. And, and I don't think that uh, many on Six Nations would differ from that opinion. They feel the same way as I do. Ken, we've been talking about this for an awful long time. You know, I think it was on the air the first time this happened way back when, 15 years ago. And it seems to be the exact same issues here, whether they're out in, in public and people want to talk about it or not. And, and that is that there's different layers of governance within, uh, uh, the indigenous community, community that, that make it hard to arrive at a consensus. How do you how do you change that? I mean, and, and is something is that something that any government can do? Because uh, obviously, it, it's it's their people, and it's up to their people to decide. But we keep coming back to the same issue, and that is, uh, one person makes a decision, and then someone else doesn't like it, and around and around and around and around we go. That shows no signs of ending. It appears. No, and that's, I mean, you've captured it quite well there, and, and, and that is the, the one side of that. The other side is, is, is our end to, to deal with, and, and that's coming up with a policy, a policy on how we're going to deal with Indigenous issues, uh, particularly uh, protests of this kind and, and, and uh, you know, on-the-street complaints. And, and, and the way that it has currently been administered through the OPP as a result of Ipperwash, it's not working. It hasn't worked. And, and, and because it's not working, you know, it's incumbent upon our, our provincial leaders who are responsible uh, for that inquiry to, to look at it or review it and, and, and bring forth something that's going to bring a better result than what we're currently seeing. Because you can't continue to hide behind uh, land claims uh, and use it as a, a blanket or excuse for unlawful and, and disruptive behavior. And that's what's happening. And it seems once a decision is made or guidelines are set, they stay in place for a limited amount of time and then the goalposts move. Yep. 
Yeah. And it's, it's just, it's rewarding bad behavior is what we're accustomed to doing here. Uh, where do you see this going now? I mean, obviously you got to be, you have to be optimistic as mayor, but you know, are you optimistic? I, you know, I, I am optimistic that, uh, the chief, uh, in my conversations with him, that he's, if there's anyone that can pull leadership together on six nations, I think he's got the capacity to do that. And, and that's a big step forward, and I and I stand with them, and and, and everywhere I can help them, I'm there for them. Uh, I'm I'm not optimistic that uh, you know ultimately uh, our our nations together are going to arrive to uh, an amicable conclusion on this uh, Alderman track because uh, it it is so wide and so diverse, and, and and the difference of opinions in terms of what's valid, what's not, is so far apart. It's going to be a challenge, and uh, and all of us that are uh, living and functioning within the track are going to be subject to these issues along the way. Hmm. Haldeman County Mayor Ken Hewitt is with us talking about the ongoing uh, dispute between uh, Caledonia and Six Nations and uh, how do you resolve something like this moving forward? And uh, they're all looking for answers. Ken, thank you so much for the time and the update. Much appreciated. Be well, and we'll chat again when there's more info. Yeah, thanks again for having me, Scott. You have a great day. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.